I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Happy Monday. Let's pray that it's not a Monday Monday. We're going to think positive and hope that everything goes smoothly and get this week started off right. So for today we have two mini stories and then three longer stories that are kind of crazy. So let's jump into the news. First mini story Just in the nick of time, President Biden signed the debt deal that he and members of Congress had been cooking up for weeks. He narrowly missed that deadline by two days. He claims that the deal was a bipartisan effort, but experts and Republican leaders of Congress disagree. The deal was terribly lopsided and the Democrats definitely won out. Second mini story, the Justice Department has decided that former Vice President Mike Pence will not face any charges related to the classified documents that were found in his possession. He got a letter notifying him that the case was closed, according to the New York Times. Does this now clear the path for him to announce his presidential bid? We shall see, and we will definitely keep you guys posted. Okay, and for our longer stories, let's go ahead and jump in. This first one, I do have to issue a content warning here. This story involves deaths due to a train wreck. So there was a major train crash in India, you guys, and this is definitely the most pressing story we're going to cover today. And typically when you hear about a train crash, they're very rare and not very serious in terms of loss of life. Neither of those things is the case here, though. Unfortunately, with the state of the rail system in India, train wrecks are much more common. However, this wreck was particularly devastating. Almost 300 people have already been confirmed dead, and hundreds more are suffering serious injuries like loss of limbs and disfiguration. The rescue workers worked as quickly as they could, you know, ripping doors off of these trains to try and evacuate trapped people inside the train cars. Being one of the oldest and largest railway systems in the whole world, India sees dozens of train crashes each year. But again, the scale of the damage in this one is just worse than usual. What do we know about what happened? So, What we know is that two separate passenger trains struck a stalled out freight train at full speed. At least 23 different train cars were derailed in this pileup. There's a lot of questions still to be answered, though. Why was that freight train stalled out? It was supposed to be moving and... You know, how did all of this end up happening? Basically, they haven't gotten to the bottom of things. 
India did declare a national day of mourning following this tragedy, and Indians are flocking to donate blood to help those injured in this accident. They currently, like we said, don't really know what caused the crash, but this rail system is relied on by millions of people in India. So it is imperative that the Indian government get to the bottom of what actually caused this accident and put measures into place to prevent such disasters going forward. Let's hope that their investigation can get to the bottom of it. Our hearts go out to all those affected by this tragedy. And next up, we have another pretty unusual story. This one is pretty fascinating, but orca whales have begun attacking boats in groups. So orca whales, also known as killer whales, are typically considered to be gentle and playful, despite their ominous nickname. But it's turning out that darker term for orcas may be more spot on than previously thought. If you guys remember the documentary Blackfish that came out describing the tragedy at SeaWorld where a trainer was deliberately killed by an orca whale by dragging the trainer down to the bottom of the tank, these big fish do have a dark side. And now groups of wild orcas have begun attacking boats in groups off the coast of Spain. Three different boats have reportedly sunk due to these attacks, according to Business Insider, but a number of more attacks have occurred than just those three. Experts are looking into this new bizarre behavior. Most of them are scratching their heads, but there are two scientists who know these animals really well who are weighing in on the subject, and they're actually saying, guys, this won't be the end of this. So John Hargrove is a man who worked at SeaWorld as a trainer for many years, but resigned in 2012. He now spends his time advocating for changing our relationships with animals. He said that these animals are highlighted as examples of playful sea creatures, but that things can turn quickly if the animal decides that they're not happy about something and they have the intelligence to cause a lot of destruction. They have been attacking rudders of boats and even poking holes into these boats in order to sink them. This expert, John Hargrove, saw the videos of these interactions with the orcas, which were incredibly disturbing, by the way, really scary, just freaky. I'll get into that later. But he said, quote, that's nowhere near as hard as those whales can go, end quote. These creatures can grow to as long as 30 feet and weigh as much as six tons. So again, if they're not happy about something, they definitely have the power to cause some serious damage. Hargrove left us with the ominous statement, quote, we'll be reading more about these types of events, end quote. There is also a scientist in Portugal who has studied these orcas specifically. So Alfredo Lopez Fernandez is a biologist at the University of Aviero in Portugal, and he has studied these specific whales. He said that there is a female whale named White Gladys who may have been injured when colliding with a boat, and that she then began attacking these boats out of anger or trauma And then noticed that attacking the boats would essentially drive them away. 
So she began to teach the other whales how to do the same thing. All of the child whales began imitating the behavior as well, which is also garnering the same result of having these boats speed out of the area as quickly as they can. These whales' food supply is also being compromised due to overfishing in this area, so it may be sort of a two birds, one stone sort of maneuver. The whales don't want to be hit by these boats, and they don't want the boats taking their food, so now they've figured out how to run them off. Both scientists from their separate studies of these animals have asserted that they believe these orcas are teaching one another how to do this. They said that anyone in the area should be very careful going out on a boat because at the end of the day, when you're out on the water, you're in their home, not yours. And they will always know the water and be able to navigate it better than humans can. I watched the videos of some of these attacks as they were occurring and dude, let me tell you, they were beyond creepy. It was so terrifying. It's easy to feel perfectly safe and at ease on a boat until you see these giant underwater creatures coming up and ramming it and all of a sudden you realize you're at the whim of nature. You're not at all in control of your environment and Neither are these whales even. The weather, the waves, the sheer volume of water and all of these elements coming together can produce incredibly dangerous situations for humans to try to escape from. So let's hope that this situation doesn't get any worse and everyone living near the coast of Spain be especially careful. And for our last story today, the U.S. floats their boat. Speaking of unwanted boats in foreign territories being run off, the U.S. made a somewhat aggressive move of floating a U.S. military ship through the Taiwan Strait, you guys. Oh, I'm kind of cringing just saying this. This body of water is a narrow strip that runs between the island of Taiwan and mainland China. So as you can imagine, it is a super tense, high traffic, but very narrow canal. And this was probably one of the most passive aggressive moves that the U.S. could make. It was intense. It was an intense diplomatic thing to do and likely sent some shivers down the spines of Chinese leadership. That said, It was a response of sorts to the Chinese surveillance balloons that were shot down over U.S. airspace, but our response was also responded to. Upon seeing our ship, the Chinese sent a warship of their own to intimidate ours. Their warship came within 150 yards of the U.S. one, which, according to those involved, was incredibly unsafe. And further escalating tensions... In this ongoing, delicate, diplomatic dance. So it's pretty clear that this dangerous nautical maneuver sent a message. You are not welcome here. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. The best way to predict the future is to create it. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. 
But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.